Well, by the way, Doctor, is mystery your sole pleasure? Young man, what could be more pleasant than mystery? Well, music, for instance. Music, why, of course. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode yet again of Orion Radio. I'm your host, Kia Orion. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for giving us your ear. I know there's so much out there you could be listening to. You could be anywhere in the world right now, but you're here with me. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate that. Um, but this ain't my encore. This is just the beginning for this shit. So this week, uh, I'm back in upstate, in the beautiful upstate New York, um, recording a live from, from that good old mountaintop. You know, so if my connection's a little bit shoddy, shout out, uh, you know, shout out the deserted upstate New York scene one time um mom i came back with mom and pop from from philly to help out around the house help pops with a couple things uh because they came up this past weekend if you didn't see on my gram uh mom just ran the philly marathon because she's a trooper i don't know how she does it i'd break after about mile five so the fact she's putting in 13.1 still blows my mind shout out you mom um you know show me how it's done and show me up what's up with that uh but nah, I, I, you know, I, I feel really thankful that mom and, you know, my mom and dad are still able to kick my ass in, in physical ways. Well, that sounds bad, but you know what I mean. Um, so back home, helping around the house, still applying for jobs, still doing the damn thing. Um, was in Jersey City this past week, was in Brooklyn this past week for some podcast interviews. Don't want to talk about the guests just yet because I'm not sure of the rollout or when I'll be releasing them, but just know that. Yo, I got some interviews in the chamber, homie. You don't even realize. I got some interviews in the chamber, some gems, some gems for y'all. So, um, yeah, stay tuned. Every week we got some more, uh, you know, cool, creative cats for you, to, for you to learn from just as much as I am. I'm feeling I'm getting a lot out of this. Just listening back to these interviews and editing them. I feel like I'm picking up on, um, you know, different techniques and strategies that other creatives use that... Um, kind of help me figure out my own vision. So that being said, um, this week's interview is with a dude who is a multifaceted. I'm just going to call him a creative. Uh, he does his own visuals, which are next level. He produces, he raps, he sings. I couldn't even call his music hip hop. Really? I mean, it has some hip hop influences, but every song I've heard from this cat is different than the last and it's just it's that shit that makes you want to dance you're doing the kanye face you know what i'm saying so um you've got to check him out blue boy lies i'll i'll tag all of his stuff in the show notes um he dropped one single that was produced by uh mr bad mood randall himself randall greenleaf who was on a few episodes ago check that shit out if you haven't so he just dropped one called red honey which is popping i was dancing around listening to that and then another one, which he just dropped recently, called Guarantees, um, which is also next level. The bass on it is crazy. So, And the hook was stuck in my head all day. So that you should check out just in itself if you're looking for fire music. But the interview is about 
it's more about creative process, uh, how he started f- from working at Rita's to getting into, uh, you know, visual and graphic design and then into music production and then giving a home. He hooked his homie up with a beat and then started doing it himself. So he's just a man who I what I really believe in. If you know me at all, you know, I believe in this uh, sort of DIY movement that we're in where there, there are no gatekeepers anymore. If you want this thing, it's yours for real. You just got to put the work in. You got to do it. And that's really the key to the whole shit, which, you know, I didn't realize for the longest time because I was sitting on stuff and writing in my room. Ah, I thought I was nice with the bars, this and that. But the only way to get better, man, is you got to release it. You got to hustle. You got to put it out there. And, you know, the people will tell you. And so with Laz, that's what I appreciate is we get into that about sort of that click in his mentality where he was like, oh, man, this shit isn't just going to happen unless I do it. And, um, you know, we talk about sort of if he get if he gave advice to his younger self, it'd be similar to um, the advice that I would give my younger self. But you got to, you know, listen to the episode to, to pick up them gems. I'm just going to give them to you straight up. You feel me? Um, but a lot of it has to do with, you know, this is the day and age where if you want it. It ain't rocket science. You just put the work in and you do it. Um, so, yeah, check out his visuals. They're uh, really inspiring for me, too, just because they. Or if I find them that they kind of stand alone on their own, it's not the same, you know, same stuff that you're used to seeing. So the interview with Blue Boy is coming up. Uh, that's Flames. We, we nerd out over everything. If you're into making beats, this might be the one for you because we totally nerd out over different digital audio workstations and plugins and, um, you know, that sort of stuff. If beat making isn't, there'll still be some gems in here for you, but you just might want to skip around a little bit. Um, and then also another thing that I wanted to shout out real quick was uh, who I've been listening to. And to be honest, I've been listening to one of my homies who just dropped the project with his uh, creative partner in crime, and they're called Taurus Fox, T-O-R-U-S space Fox. Um, and I've been listening to this all week. It's not like your typical hip hop type or contemporary R&B, but it's a lot like this artist called Rye. If you've ever heard of Rye, uh, it's just a very, it's like cool. It's, it's emotional. There are these love ballads, but it's very chill, very spacey. It just captures a vibe, which I hate to say vibe because everything's a vibe, right? But it captures a certain, um, mood, I guess. And once you try it out, you'll, you'll see what I'm saying. So, um, that's where I'm at, uh, this week with my own music and stuff. It's, it's kind of taking a backseat cause I'm still trying to, you know, I'm just still scraping by. I've been applying to jobs. I'm working, my creative energy spent more on cover letters and applications than it is, you know, songs at this point. So, um, that's kind of where I'm at. I hope that you're good. I hope you're having a good Thanksgiving. I hope you're able to put up with your family drama or bullshit or whatever's going on behind the scenes for you. Um, because we know, uh, you know, I feel pretty, pretty lucky that, that I have two, two cool parents, you know, my brother's okay, you know, whatever, shout out big bro. But, um, no, I'm playing. He, uh, he's, he's a good dude. And so I'm stoked to kind of get all four of us back you know, the, the Avengers back together again. It's always fun to, you know, assemble the dream team. So, uh, you know, I hope that I'm sending you good vibes for your, uh, depending on what your family situation is, you know, if you're putting up with your crazy uncle again, I get it. So, um, yeah, have an awesome week. Have an amazing Thanksgiving. I'll catch you on the other side after your nap. 
after you've passed out and eaten five pounds of turkey and filled up on pie and are hopefully, you know, hitting the gym after feeling guilty. You know what I mean? I'm on that basement gym grind again, too. So if you need a program, you know, holler at your boy. We can we can work something out. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll be right there with you. So, again, Blue Boy Laws, at Blue Boy Laws. You Google that shit. It'll be in the show notes. Check it out. Find some inspiration. I hope, to, hope you dig this interview as much as I did. Thank you again for listening. I wouldn't be here without y'all. All right. Keo Ryan over and out. Deuces. All right. So for those that don't know, now you know. Um, you sleeping on the man. Um, uh, tell don't. The- <laughs> <laughs> don't. Nice. If you sleeping on the man, don't. Uh, welcome back. Another episode of Orion Radio. Um, your host, Keo Ryan, and I'm here with my man, Laz. And so, um, you know, wake these motherfuckers up a little bit. What? Uh, tell, tell me a little bit about sort of uh, who you are and, and where you're from. All right, well, what's up? It's Laz. Um, I'm a Philly-raised cat, not Philly-born, though. Cool. Um, but Philly's home, so I don't need to even talk about where I was born. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what I mean? A young artist, creative type uh producer who just really loves music and really trying to make something out of it with his friends that's basically sums it up that, you know that's I mean? what's up man yeah um i i you got that you got that cool philly kind of swag going <laughs> <on>. <laughs> from the jump i was like yo this dude knows what's up <laughs> um so it, where were you born if you don't want me so i was born in kentucky oh okay. um, richmond kentucky that's where my mom went to college oh gotcha. yeah but my parents are liberian you, okay, so that so you know what I got the, I got my questions playing out and stuff. I do my yeah. research, but we'll just jump into that right, from the jump because we're there already. Um, I saw that on the gram that you were in Liberia. I was in Monrovia. I, so tell me what? How did you get over? What was the point? Why Liberia? <laughs> so my uh, story. my my dad works there. Um, oh, gotcha. he's a, he's a teacher. He's actually he's like kind of like a, he's he's a he's a big dude. He does his thing. You know what I mean? Okay, he, cool. he makes his moves. And uh, both my parents are living there now. So oh shit! I went over there to kind of meet up with them, and it was actually my first time back over there ever. So just to like meet family and kind of understand where I came from yeah. and, and my history and the things that went on over there, it was just like a very pivotal, like spiritual experience. Absolutely, yeah. especially are you both your parents are they Liberian? Both my parents are Liberian. Oh man, so that's a huge part of sort of identity. That's um, you know. I'm not sure Philly has a big Liberian population, but something. Uh, we do, man. You do? Yeah, yeah, okay, like cool. Southwest, West Philly is, okay. is huge, yeah. But yeah. to still be like, yo, let me go back to, you know, there. there's a party too. I'm from born New Zealand. Okay. But um, yeah. I, I was able to go back a couple of years ago, and it's it, it's something where you feel like there's still a small part of you that is kind of... Yeah. You're cur- and you're curious, you're like, yeah. where am I even from? Yeah, you know it's, I mean? it's one of those things where like, you know, uh, when, you, when you grow up with... As like a first generation American or something, and your parents are immigrants, you hear a lot of stories about like your origins and where yeah. you're from, and 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 how people speak and what the customs are and your family. But you, it's all it's all imaginative. It's it's storyboard because you've never actually seen it in person. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you feel like you're missing a piece of your identity because you've never physically been where you've heard of your entire existence. Right. You know. So, for me going back, it was one of those things where like I was finally able to go back and and connect with myself, you know. Hell yeah! And like and and 
become a whole person as far as like my cultural identity goes. Right. So and yeah. so, what was your what was your you know first impressions of it? Kind of what? Uh, scary, think? bro. Really? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's real. Mad scary. <laughs> um, it's a it's a whole different like ecosystem. You know what I mean? Mm. It's it's a whole different different way of life and the way people move and articulate themselves and 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 because of the things that have gone on in that country as far as like civil war and like certain issues you know what i mean people there's there's things that you can notice like economically obviously the difference in that sense but also like uh, infrastructure and things like that like how people kind of live um so as someone who is you know naive you mm, know what i mean who doesn't mm. who didn't doesn't know much about it you know and if there are any listeners out there sort of school me a little bit in that history or when you talk about you know infrastructure right what is right, right. or lacking so so i and by all means any librarians who listen to this please you know I me mean, correct me if you <laughs> if you have the real real facts <laughs> shout out librarians you, you know what i mean yeah. shout, shout out like real quick but um <laughs> But as far as I know, yeah, from your experience, there there has been uh, a recent, as far as like fifteen to twenty years civil uh, civil war, like fifteen twenty years ago, there has been a civil war, mm. um, and that that war caused a lot of destruction and a lot of pain and a lot of uh, infrastructure issues and government issues yeah. and and displacement issues. Um, in the country itself, and the the country as a whole is still trying to pick up the pieces from that, and they're doing well. Don't even get me wrong; like going over there and seeing how happy people are and how inviting people are with the little that they have, how n- natural it is for somebody to help you out on the street. Like that's something that you don't even see here. You know, what right. I mean, it's just very beautiful and very human. You know. Um, but uh, coming from an American perspective where you, there's, you know what I mean, different people have different statuses, but like, it kind of feels like you get things on the plate, for instance, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're able to grasp things a little bit easier. You have the opportunities to, to, to be some somebody, right? you know, whereas a lot of the opportunities don't really exist for some people over there, you know what I mean? For the majority of people over there, to be honest. Yeah. Um, so that's the main difference. However, on that note, like I said before, um, there's a beauty in that the people there are so happy and so kind and so open-hearted and so loving. Um, and it feels like it's natural. And the city moves with like a fervor, like a happiness. Yeah. Like it's It's something that you don't really... I don't know. It's it's just it's just a, a natural thing. I guess maybe it's in the language, or maybe it's in the food, or maybe it's in the water. But like people over there just have a, a walk about them that just it, it kind of it beams light and it radiates, you know. Yeah. And and it's beautiful to see that. And now having been there, um, you know, personally, do you does it do you view your parents any differently? Do things yeah, make sense yeah, now yeah, more yeah, about yeah. them or you know don't my, make sense? <laughs> my pa's uh, biggest thing that you always say would be like. Uh, would be like I had to walk like one mile, no shoes <laughs> to school. <laughs> and as a kid, you're like, shut up. Yeah, it's like the you're uphill like, both ways. Exactly. Yeah, as a kid, yeah. you're like, shut up. <laughs> and then like, I actually went to like my mom's like hometown village and saw. Oh man. Like how far the school was and how people were living over there, and I was like, yo, he maybe he was like, he's kind of right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like you definitely see the things 
that they were talking about as a kid, all, all the stuff that they were speaking of, like the, the towns and this and that and the way people are. And, you know, coming from the outside, it's kind of like when, when you're a kid at night and your parents read you like a bedtime story, yeah. you know, you, it's fantasy until you actually experience it. So I definitely see them a lot differently. And I see how hard they have to work to get out of that place and become what they are now. So right. yeah, it's definitely definitely a, a a sense of like what is it like pride? Yeah, you know what I mean, hell yeah, yeah. And yeah. be and and for yourself too. I didn't be like, dude, this is a I this is where my culture is from. You know, right. like this is this is family. Is it just mom and dad that are? No, what? actually, my my mo- my entire family. Um, my sister was born over there too. Um, oh. and, but my, my half brother, uh, oh, my dad's side, he's my brother. He was born here. Um, so me and out of both my parents, I'm the only one who was born in this, in you this know what I mean? In okay. this country. So then let's, then take it back for me, Laz. How did we end up in Philly? Uh, big Liberian community. Okay. And so mom and is it? Take me back to from the jump. So mom and dad end up moving to Philly. Just mom. So so uh, my dad was actually going to Temple. Oh shit. Um yeah, my dad was going to Temple. My mom was going was in Berea, uh, Kentucky, going to school over there. Um, she got pregnant obviously when she was in school, which is how I was born in Kentucky. Right. Then moved to meet up with my dad over here. Okay. So then that's how that all started. You okay. Know? And, what was that? No, I just wondered. So, which part of Philly are you from? So, around like Southwest area. To be honest, like, uh, I went to school kind of right down the street from here, uh, St. Francis E. Sales. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, second grade, we moved out uh, by like Upper Darby area, Yaden area. Oh, okay. Yeah. I see the trolley that goes up. I'm always like, where yeah, the fuck is Yeah, like Yaden? the 111. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, where, where does that go? I'm like, where is, where that? is that? Yeah, where bro. It's, only, it's only like 10, 15 minutes away from me. Okay. So, yeah. for, um, and, you know, for people that don't know Philly places or Philly lingo, what describe Yaden for me? You know, because even to myself, just from West Philly the past few years, mm-hmm. never even really have made it out there. You know? So, like, honestly, t- towns like Yaden, uh, like Collingdale, like Sharon Hill, they're like I I call them like buffer towns. Hmm. They're like kind of in between, you know what I mean? The, what the burbs would be, yeah, city and, and what like the city is. You know what I mean? They they have the same people, the same lingo, the same walk and everything. If somebody's from like Southwest or West Philly, yeah. you're just not from you're you not you know what I mean? You're just not there geographically, every day. just a little bit farther. Yeah, exactly. And was it because the the Rent was their family? Was it because the Liberian population out in Yaden, or why was that sort of the spot that decided? Uh, uh, I think I think just just place. Oh, okay. you know what I mean, a time opportunity. The the neighborhood was pretty nice way when I was growing up. Um, you know what I mean? Not too many problems, not too many issues. Oh, cool. Um, in in Collingdale, which is actually like where the where my you know what I mean? Yeah, where I spent a lot of my childhood. It was Collingdale Southwest, but like. It, it's just a nice area, you know what I mean. It's a nice place. People are friendly. Yeah. Um. It has its problems. It has its pros and cons. But so is everywhere in right. the world, you know. And yeah. and even in Philly too, like there's, you know, no matter where you go, it's it's beautiful and yeah. it's real too yeah. at the same time. Um. And so okay, so we're growing up in Yaden, um, Collindale. Collindale. We're right. growing up in Collindale. Right. Um. Pops is doing the thing, thing at Temple. Yeah, 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 yeah. At, at this point. Uh, Pops, Pops graduated Temple. He's working for the government. Okay. Uh, for uh, New Jersey, he's doing oh, okay. his little state thing. 
um, trying to get back into Temple as a professor, which he did. Oh, dope. Um, and then my mom is working uh, with uh, mentally disabled children. Uh, oh, you know what I mean? Helping them out, doing their thing. Yeah, yeah. Taking care of them. And, and um, do do you have siblings living with you at the time or no? Actually, no. my my only person, only sibling I ever had that like lived with me for a little bit of time was my sister. But she's about like ten years old, older than me. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so she was already doing her thing by the time I was doing my thing. Okay, you know? cool. So we're out there. Um, are you as a as a young guy, young bull, young Philly bull? Yeah, are you are you skating? Are you into hip hop? Are you into anime? Are you uh, causing trouble? Are you doing homework? What's your, what's your, what's your thing? Definitely causing trouble. <laughs> uh, not, definitely causing trouble. All right, all right. Uh, not uh, homework. Homework is an attempt. You know what I mean? I'm, I've, I've always been a smart kid, so it's not even a thing. But right. like, I guess my focuses have always been kind of more so on the creative side. I st- uh, definitely in love with the anime. Okay, so from uh, the jump, the creative stuff was kind of yeah, cool. yeah. So it's never yeah, sports. Yeah. Never yeah. Well, I always I always wanted to be an artist. Um, Physically, like a drawer, you know what I mean. Oh. My my childhood dream was to work for Disney and draw for Disney, and do cartooning oh, and stuff like shit. that. Um, but you know, what I mean, as you get older, you kind of you have to just decide what what your moves Absolutely. are going to be. You know. Um, but as a kid, yeah, I was always drawing, um, hanging out with like the core friends or whatever, listening to listening to hip hop. You know, what I mean, it started out with like Philly rappers like P D Crack. And the Young Gunners and Freeway and stuff like that. Right. As I moved out to Collingdale, I started to hang out with like white kids. Right. Then it moved into like Block Party and Arctic Monkeys and like a lot of alt music. And then I started to develop my own taste for different types of alt music, which I still have a taste for. And, and it kind of opened my doors, my palate to a lot of different sounds. Um, and then at that same time, I'm getting more into like conscious hip hop. Right. So like, you know what I mean? The commons and, and the. Yeah, uh, most deaf or formerly formerly most deaf now Yasin <laughs> yeah. Bay or whatever. Yeah, shout out. Yeah, and and that kind of stuff, and you know, what I mean, anime, you know, what I mean, which is a big influence on style and stuff like that. Okay, cool. Yeah. So let's talk about that a little bit. So is that area when you were growing up? Are you hanging out with black kids? You hanging out with it's mostly white kids. What sort of it depend on the neighborhoods? I know it can kind of yeah. So so now it's it's mixed. Better, you know. What I mean, culture like you have more black kids, whatever. When I first moved to Collingdale, honestly, I was one of, and my my grade school which is closed down now, St. Joe's. Yeah, I was one of like four or five black kids in my entire school. Wow. So you're, so you that's a mean? part of identity so, too. You're yeah. Kinda... So it's 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 a it's a it's a cultural, you know, what I mean, splash of cold water basically. Like, right. Um, you have different ways you move and different ways you talk and different ways you, you do things when you're coming from Philly and going in that setting where it's people of like a, you know what I mean? Absolutely, uh, man. They look at you different and it may not be intentional because it's young kids, but like the way they talk to you is different. Um, it was never anything mad negative, but it, it, it was still obvious. aware of it. Yeah, yeah. obvious. Yeah, you know I mean, you can't, yeah, it's something where right. negative or not, it's still, it's still obvious. Yeah, you're still yeah. aware of what's going yeah. on. Okay, so, um, and I want to get into the music stuff too, but I'm also curious about uh, the visual side of things because, right. and even a little bit of stuff that I peep, um, you know, on on your music, the album art, on the gram, I feel like you have a very, uh, and I can tell obviously with your fashion too, you've got a cool certain style. Are there? I was never a huge anime guy. There were certain shows like back in the day that that I was into, but was there? And you were talking about Disney too. Were there certain shows or movies that you remember having? Impact on you, influenced like, me yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
Uh, I say this a lot. My friends are gonna laugh, but <laughs> you, 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 Hakusho. Dude, dude. Yeah. Oh my God, bro, I was just about to say you, yeah. you, Hakusho. I was gonna say I didn't fuck with anime much, but you, you, Hakusho. Spirit gun, bro. Dude. The spirit gun, bro. <laughs> Yo, his his dudes. And not even like I mean, not even the show because the show's impeccable. But like his style, his steez, like the tucked in white shirt with the with the skinny jeans uh, on, and, bro. And the runners, like those New Balances with the green jacket. He was a clean bull, dude. I feel like such a biter now. I wish that I like it crossed in my mind when I asked you the mm-hmm. anime thing in my mind. Yeah. I, was like, I, I was like, you should say you hawk a shot. Yeah, but you know, Fuck, know dude. Yeah. Uh, yo, I need a time turn or something to go back <laughs> and talk about you. That was, and I didn't want it. I didn't want to influence you if that mm-hmm. happened to be mm-hmm. one but because i know some people it's like it was a uh, another one i heard was like princess mononoke or stuff yeah like that. yeah like I, studio people, ghibli stuff yes. I, I really i really like that stuff some too really artistically like and visually and, and creatively um that stuff's amazing i just never yeah. it never i i couldn't tell you much about it i just remember the visuals i was like this yeah where you hawker show me and my boy kevin shout out kevin mm. every day after school we're going back to his it's you know, move. As we're moving, we're yeah. logging on to his yeah. mom's like, you know, yeah. to watch that show. And it was it was just different. You yeah, know? man. It's one of those things because like I think for a lot of a lot of anime and a lot of stories in general, you know what I mean, the main character, he may not be like he may not be like the best dude, but like he has an inherent like goodness about him. Yeah. But with Yu Yu Hakusho, show he was just like a bully <laughs> right. who got killed doing like the one good thing he ever did in his life, like ever. And then he got a second chance and then he turns his life around to be a better person. Yeah. And like the way the, just the way it's drawn, the way it is, the commentary, how like, just, just how like, like you Hawking Show is like the first like street, like streetwear, like he's that kid, yeah. you know what I mean? Like yeah, who that. just, who just ends up getting like hit by a car and getting special powers and shit. But like for the most part, like, his his character and, and his character development, like I really was attracted to that. And then also the way it looks and, and how like like when they power up and like the glitter effect. Yeah. Like it's it's something really beautiful about like it's the way it's like drawn and animated. Right. You know what I mean? And anime in general like really influenced me visually because there's so many different styles and so many different ways people draw things and, and the colors and uh Colors like really make me, you know what I mean? They like it's something I connect yeah. with. Absolutely, if you, yeah. I've noticed that too about your your visuals too, very colorful. But mm. I'll get into that in a second. As far as something, even if you look like Dragon Ball Z, right? Yeah. I know it's kind of like no, the go-to, yeah, yeah, but yeah. how colorful it is! It's colorful. You know what I mean? Those guys are going Super Saiyan and all that. It's like color. The color was crazy. It draws your eyes. Yeah, and, and it's something a way that's like the the palette, like the way it looks um, aesthetically. It's just really pleasing. Um, and I really like that. Like I'm not, I'm not like a dude who's like man, like rainbows and shit. Right, right. No, but but there's, yeah. you know what I mean. But there's points where like you can add a hint of like a red or a pink or like a a blue, and it just like makes everything around it pop because it's so striking. Oh yeah. You know, and and those scenes are evident in anime like a Yu Hakusho. So shout out to Yu Hakusho. Yeah, dude. Shout out to Yu Hakusho. Yeah. Um, it's strange how I do remember. It's from my child, certain visuals of of that show. What about you? Said you wanted to work for Disney. Was there um, a reason you wanted to do that instead of an anime thing, or was it just because you felt that when you were younger was the outlet for? Felt when I was younger was the outlet. Okay. No, no, no specific reason. Honestly, yo, like with this music thing, I think one like my my two accomplishments, like goals, is the whole thing is to like work with Pharrell mm-hmm. and to like score 
an anime opener. That'd be tight. Real, Yo, real like, we can make both of those <laughs> yeah, happen. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, those are, <laughs> like, those are, those are two moves that, like, <laughs> I think if I, if I do that... <laughs> Then like yo, it's good. Dude, like I'm doing the right thing. I'm on the right path. You know? I could. I feel like we could. Those are very tangible. Like, yeah. Like with the right with the right amount of time, effort, making it happen. I feel like we could totally make that work. Right. Um. Okay. So then fast forward a little bit. So you're you're drawn. You're into the anime. You're listening to some hip hop. When does the shift? When do you shift the focus from? The visuals, which obviously are still part of it, but saying you know what, I'm gonna take my the creativity and start more with the music. When does that kind of enter the scene? You play an instrument. That's that's uh, uh. So I I always loved uh, music. You know what I mean. Um, it goes hand in hand with the visuals, like that, and one in the draw. I always was the type of person to look for new sounds and do new things like that. Um, but as far as me wanting to create music and 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 do that as a focus, definitely, like. Like late high school, like senior year ish, going in college. Okay, yeah, so so, so it's a little, little bit, bit a little bit later than normal. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, hey man, I uh, I'm still figuring shit. I'm 26 and no, you know really trying to make it work. What it so what are you doing then in high school up into that point? Was why senior year was there? Um, and that's what I'm. I guess what I'm always trying to get at is and the podcast is loosely based yeah. on a sort of creative process. Was there some sort of a uh, uh, shift the mentality or what triggered that um to change? actually like really want to pursue yeah, it yeah um so like junior senior year i used to work <laughs> it's like a little summer job john but i used to work for uh reader's with rice scooping at ice we've come a long way man yeah yeah, yeah scooping at ice and uh and during that time i, I linked uh my manager shout out to john he was thinking about, I don't know what Bull is trying to do now, but he was thinking about trying to be like one of those, like, he was really in like house music. So he's trying to be yeah. like one of those little EDM DJs. Or right. And he had this program called Virtual DJ. And one day he was like kind of messing around with it while we were on the job. And I'm like, yo, this stuff's cool. What is that? It's like Virtual DJ. He showed it to me. And me, I'm not really into like, like I like instances of it, but I'm not like really into house music. Yeah. But like, I started just like chopping songs on it. You know what I mean? And like chopping like different sounds. I would chop like The weekend with like Frank Ocean. Oh, like dope. This, whatever. But I would like, you could record on it. So you could record like three, four, five minutes. So I record these like four or five minute productions and then I'll just like write rap over it. Mm. Um, and uh, I had a homie, or I still have a homie, he's like the homie of mine, Kendall. He would come over, we would try to make, we'll make little beats and little things like that. And, uh, it just it just clicked to me that like I really dug doing that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I just wanted to get better. So I, I would hit different people up, link up with different people, talk with them uh, and and sit just sit in like sessions and stuff and just kinda of mess around. Um and as I started doing that I started seeing myself getting better. Um, started to link up with people who are more serious, see their trajectory and, and how serious they are and where they're taking it. And the more and more I it's, I think it's still a growing thing, you know what I mean, yes, honestly. Of course, but like yeah. the more, the more and more I I would do it, and the more and more I would create music, and how proud I was to like make a sound and have people go like, "Yo, that's really dope." Yeah. Um, it just made me want to pursue it to the point now where it's like all I can think about. Um, and I'm with I with a click. Shout out to Dark Chip Syndicate. Uh, we're a bunch of homies from different different walks of life, different areas. Um, but we work on music together, and we we're family. And um, with my click. 
we we're really hungry, you know what I mean? And and we have a lot going for us. So. Yeah. Dude, there's no high like that when when you put something out and someone's like, "Oh, I fuck with yeah. that." And if you know it's genuine yeah. and do I mean, yeah. I don't want to get too graphic, but it's a it's a it's a pretty much the best feeling, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I'll take that over sex, you know what no, I mean? Like, not like, for real, for real. like for like there's that's there's somewhere like you you can't recreate it, but it's also that it's a double-edged sword because then you're also constantly chasing it too. Yeah, you know, man. it's never you're like, okay, that's enough. It's always like, yeah. oh, well, then what's what, what's it's, next? It's attractive, man. It's 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 like how we talk about visuals and like the 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 glimmer of color. You right. Know what I mean, music for me is like that. Like it's like mm. that that spark in the abstract of what it is to be like a person or a human in this world. Like music is that spark for me. Is that is that glimmer of pink or red or whatever. Yeah. And every time I see it and I paint a little bit different, like it becomes so bright and so beautiful. And I and I want to do that more. And another reason why I uh, got really serious about making music was because I have a homie. Uh, his name's Jack. Shout out to Jack. Um, this is like a little bit further, kind of like around freshman-ish college, sophomore-ish okay. college. But uh, my man is his rap is a rapper. He's tired shit. Shit. He goes by Jack the Rhymer. Um, we linked up on some very natural stuff. Some very like you're both in college at this. Both point? in college, yeah. just linking at a party. Super super friendly. Like it wasn't even about music. It yeah. was just like a like mutual homie came to his house. We met up in the kitchen, started rapping, started spitting, whatever. And we just had mutual likes, you know what I mean? We just, the whole night, we were just like freestyling, you know what I mean? Girls just leaving. Like, like, <laughs> yeah, it's a, real rap, you know party. what I mean? The girls that are leaving just like, two guys yeah, just, yeah, just spinning back and forth, just cutting up, doing our <laughs> Yo, thing. You know I've had mean? those nights too. Um, bro. Um, we're just making a mad awkward for everybody else, and whatever. <laughs> yes, I don't care. Shit. But you and him are on that it's wavelength where it's like everybody else just disappears. Exactly. And it's just like you guys are vibing. Exactly. And and uh, he asked for some beats, I sent him a track. Um, it was like the first beat that I ever sent anybody. Um, you know what I mean? And it ended up hitting like, I think right now it's like 13K or some stuff. Damn. Yeah, so like it was that moment that I'm like, yo, like I got something. And Jack Jack is also DCS, like we're all DCS. But like it's like I can actually do something. If people like the beat, like people like the music that I produce and the things that I write about and rap about, like I think I might have an option. You know what I mean? Right. It started so that so it's freshman year of college. And where do you go to school? I went to Temple. Though. Okay, so you kept it local. Mm-hmm. You're in t- you're a Temple. You're freshman, and you're start. People are starting to fuck with it, and you're saying it's becoming in the back of your mind a little bit more of a possibility. Exactly. Um. And so walk me through college a little bit as far as what was your major music? What did you? Nah, my major was actually a uh, advertisement, but focusing on the creative side. Okay, cool. So like art direction, copywriting. Okay. Well, that's kind of cool. And still yeah. dope, so you can kind of yeah. put those you want to do. So, do you go to college because mom wants you to college? Do you go to college because you say, hey, I'm going to fall back on this? Or is it somewhere you're... Go to college because of the parents thing. I, uh, I, I feel you, man. I mean, I, I think about that a lot too now where it's like, so I just didn't quite have the balls to be like... I'm not about it. I'm not about it. You know what I mean? But yeah. sometimes it takes a while to figure and it out. It's one of those things like when your parents are, you know I mean, from a country where, you know what I mean, the only options that you have... Or to be a doctor, be a lawyer, be a right, teacher. Right. You can't really. I can't be like, yeah, I, w- I want to be an artist. They'd be like, yeah, you could probably get out. You <laughs> yeah. Know what I mean? <laughs> so, yeah. When I was yeah, go, go feed your damn. Exactly. Self. Exactly. Yeah. So like, uh, and honestly, it, it was a limiting thing. Like, I, I the first two years of college, I was undeclared. Like, I was just doing major, like my my gen eds. Yeah. I honestly, I had no idea what I wanted to do. Um, I kind of I stumbled on 
uh, advertisement, art direction, copywriting, and it, it's a it's fate fate's a fate's a real thing because like through that is how I linked up with my homie Ian, shout out to Ian Campbell, and how I linked up with Jack and how this whole thing is becoming the thing now. Okay. So like. Even even the stuff that you don't want to do, the negatives can always lead to a positive. Absolutely. I mean, you gotta look at the world that way. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. you gotta you gotta pay your dues too. Like you right. know, it, those are experiences. When I think back on it too, those are probably experiences for you where, um, you know, whether you were learning a lot from school or from your homies or from interactions, like you, there's a lot to be learned. It doesn't have to necessarily be in the classroom. Right. You know. Okay. So fast forward a little bit. You're doing the college thing. You met your homie. It's senior year. You're you're moving on, about to go into real life. Mm-hmm. Where's your kind of head at? You saying, okay, you know what? I'm gonna pull the trigger, get a nine to five job, and try to do the art. Do you go for the art? Is it still not an option? Do you decide, hey, you know what? I'm gonna get a job first. Where's where's your mind it's at? It's the art, man. Um, you know, what I mean, the first thing I did when I graduated was I told my parents, uh, give me a year, oh, and shit. let me let me focus. The whole thing we were talking, yeah. I just wanted to see what I can do with a year. Yeah, I did what you guys want me to do. And um, I want to see what I can do. And then that year, I dropped Red Honey. Um, um, I've been making a lot of music. Um, this year's still going on. So I dropped Red Honey, making a lot of music. Uh, have a lot to show for it. Been really building relationships and, you know what I mean? Setting up shows. Yeah. The, the crew's becoming strong. So yeah. what was that conversation like with, um, you know, Liberian parents and... You know, being a first generation, uh, you know, dude, it's funny. It's like the older Liberians get, the more susceptible they are to change. <laughs> it's weird. You know what I mean? It's weird. It's like very opposite. You know what I mean? But yeah. uh, but uh, you know, my my initially, my dad had no idea what I was talking about, and he wasn't about it. Um, neither was my mom. Um, and for obvious reasons, you right. know what I mean, you, you you throw your your hat in the ring of music if you don't have. A good head on your shoulders, you know, and your feet's not moving. You know, you're gonna get stuck. And it's different you know? generations too. You know, there are different generations where it's not. You could just like get on SoundCloud and do. They're like and do your thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's it's like what are you talking about? Right. Um, but over conversations like that, honestly, what my parents want me to do is to graduate, get Dope. a degree, and okay. just have some. They want me to have something to fall back yeah. on. and and I appreciate that because you know because I actually went to school for what I went to school for. Is how I'm able to like kind of make my own album art and Absolutely. like do my own promotion. And so it 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 was it was a good thing, but uh, that conversation was not as hard as I thought it was going to be. They they're actually supportive, and they like some of the songs. So like that's 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 the positive thing. Like I put on some tracks that I have, and my mom go like, "Oh, who's this rocking with it?" <laughs> yeah. It's me. Yeah, <laughs> you're like yeah. mom, yo, that's your boy. Yeah, it's like, it's oh my god, god. Wow. that's tight, dude. So that's tight. Yeah. I, um, my, my dad. Every time he hears like little Uzi verse, I'm gonna be like, oh, Kia, that that sounds like you. I'll be like, Dad, I, <laughs> I wish that's, that's that's little Uzi. That it's I, not, that it's not me. <laughs> um, uh, so as far as this year and your progression, you mentioned Red Honey. I was bumping it. Track is fire. If you oh, haven't oh. heard it yet, go check that shit out. Um. And how I was put onto you was through Randall, and so how did he produce it for you? Yeah, Randall. You? Randall produced. So the the uh, way Red Honey was made it was very organic, man. Um, that was actually the first first time me and Randall linked up in a while. It had been like almost like a year, um, because the school thing was becoming a stressful thing for me. It was becoming like one of those like I I don't want to do this at all. Yeah, and it it. 
it was becoming like somewhat of like a, a crutch. Like I just hated everything about it. I hated getting up to go to school and all this stuff. And you know, what I mean, when you have homies who are like making moves and doing your thing, and you see them making moves, and you just want to get in the field, you just want to do. You right. Know? Absolutely. Um. And because of that, I, I kind of had to, I stepped away from like the creative thing for a bit, like like about a year. I didn't I didn't really do anything. Oh shit! I didn't really write. I didn't produce. I didn't do anything. You're just focusing on school. Just focusing on school and getting out. Um, and after that stint, I hit up Randall. Um, we linked up. We actually met through. I was a, gonna ask how you guys met. Yeah, so we actually met through a mutual friend. Shout out to Ian Shiver. Um, we were in the, oh, I forgot what class it was. It was like creative writing or something, mm. some random like elective. <laughs> but uh, I just had showed Ian some beats, another Ian. I showed Ian some beats, and uh, all these Ians, yeah, all these Ians, <laughs> man. Yo, Ian's, Ian's in my life, bro. They've been putting me on, bro. <laughs> all these Ians. Yo, shout out to people named Ian. <laughs> shout out to Ian. Shout out to Ian's out there, man. You guys are one of a kind, real rap. Um, but but I showed him some beats. He let me know about his man's Randall, and. Over that, we had conversations. I met Randall uh, at Elixir. Oh, we, cool. We sat, chopped it up for a bit. I showed him some music. He really liked that. And our friendship started to build from there. Word. Um, and, you know, got connected. We followed each other. Still doing our thing. Now, you know, our bond's, like, hella tight. Absolutely. Uh, but, yeah, that's that's kind of how we how we linked up. Uh, with the Red Honey thing, though, it was Matter Organic. It was, like, the first time that we had linked up in a while. And we... Just we're chopping it up, talking about stuff. Uh, we're in my car. He's playing me his beats. The Red Honey, like the early, early version of what Red Honey was, came on. And I was just vibing with it hard. Those drums, you know what man. I mean? as yeah. Soon as that shit drops, I was the same. I, you, I was listening. I was like, damn. Yeah, like, shit hits, grooves, bro. bro. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. But like, when that shit was uh, bumping the cars, you know, you had the nasty face on. <laughs> and I started like kind of... Getting in the flow together, muddling or whatever, and nothing's funny. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and instantly, both of us like, yo, we got to record this. So we recorded everything that night, first everything. We did everything that one night. Like, the whole song, we finished it in the night. Maybe, like, two hours we did the whole track. Oh, shit. Yeah, I wrote everything in the studio, all that. Yeah, so uh, so it was just mad natural. And and you can feel it through the music, like, how organic it is. Um, because it was such, like, a, like a, it was feeling. You know what I mean? It tells a story and does its thing, but, like... It's feeling, you know it's what I mean? That vibe. Yeah, it's about that vibe. So it came through nice, yeah. And and I'm getting good reception from it, so I'm happy about yeah. it. Yeah, a hundred percent. It was one of the things where I was like, man, this is for sure. I just was had it on repeat. You know what I mean? I was like, oh, thank you. Yeah, man. Um, really dope. I in uh, Randall, I I was talking to him the other day. Actually, talking to him on the podcast, and um, he, you know, he's been dropping some stuff recently too. I'm not sure if you peaked it. Of course, man. Yeah, and just like very bruised. Yeah, bruised, and and just talking to him sort of about how important it is to find your kind of your own voice, mm-hmm. and how it's cool to have your influences, but but, um, and it's you know it's a constant process, but sort of that idea of you know fi- right. you know find and your stuff. It's something cool where I put it on and I was like, oh, this doesn't sound like anybody else thank right you. now, you yeah, know. Thank but you, bro. who who are some of your influences that you draw from, right? You know, through hip hop or R and B or house, whatever. Um, you know, speaking on the own voice thing, that's definitely like a very, very important thing, and and, and it's something I'm starting to get get a hang of and building towards uh, to become a little bit better. But as far as my influences go, you know, we mentioned it earlier, Pharrell, yeah, N E R D, seeing sounds, one hundred percent, um, common. 
Common, mm. common, common's wordplay, um, the way he writes, the way he, you can visualize, you know, what I mean, what he's saying, that has always been an influence to me. Um, block party, mm. uh, Arctic Monkeys. Interesting. Yeah, man, their sounds. I see. I'm about like melodies, so like m- melody plays a really big part in how I how I rap, how I take in music, how I um how I produce like. I really like melodies. I really like things that make you vibe and kind of puts you in a trance. And, and alt bands, especially like British alt, they're really good at like putting together like guitar chords that just drift you away, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and I like that sound. So as a, as a young, young youngster, <laughs> I'm, I was drawn to those like melodies and those like very airy riffs and the very atmospheric sounds and I'm still drawn to that um, even with sounds like Red Honey like even if it like it hits yeah. the space you know what I mean that's also music you know so those those artists kind of influenced me now Frank Ocean's definitely influenced man Frank is you crazy know? yeah and it's the same reason like the writing it's it's yes. elegant writing really draws me in, and I try hard to like write elegantly um, to match that. You know what I mean? What's interesting about that, and then I also want to talk a little bit more about the single. Um, but as far as writing's concerned, I have a. What's your take on you know for those that are listening and and what I also try to do is tap into your creative process and your inspiration to you know help people that are kind of also trying to find their way, what do you do to sort of find your, so that you don't just sound like Frank Ocean? How do you make it sound like, like Laz? Like Laz, exactly. Yeah. Um, personal experience, uh, implicating your own personal experience. Uh, don't try to be anything you're not. Um, learning about your own voice, listening to yourself over and over again. Mm. I do that all the time. You know, If you check my phone, man, I got hundreds of voice memos of just me acapellas yeah. just me rapping verses and and working on uh singing hooks and things like that getting comfortable with with your own voice is is a the best way to move on to the step of re- realizing what your what your voice is and what it's supposed to do yeah um you know knowing your limitations of what you can do um and knowing how to push yourself past those limitations as well um those kind of influence my sound a lot and then the fact that I also like produce, so like the production side of it really helps me with my voice because I know what I sound good on, right? And I know how to work the sound to make it sound better. You feel me? Yeah, absolutely. Let's yeah. talk about production a little bit, because I for the first first few years I was in Philly, that was kind of my goal was I was gonna be totally self produced. Mm-hmm. I, was, I was trying to be kind of what Russ, you know, Russ. Yeah, 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 yeah. Russ. I was like, that's kind of what was my goal. Obviously. It worked out. Um, no, I'm playing. So, with the production side, what DAW do you use? What do you uh, Reason. You produce a Reason. Okay, yeah, did you start reason. with Reason? No, I started with Fruity. Well, Fruity Loops is the Fruity, jump Fruity, off. Fruity Loops is the jump off for a lot, for of, a lot people. of people. If I want to be for real, for real honest, when we were talking earlier, they were, it's not really a DAW, but virtual DJ when I was talking about. Oh, right. That's when I started like actually trying to make beats and yeah. I'll just chop tracks and right. put them together and record them moved on to uh fo studio with like a, a, a local homie uh shout out to my man irv um and i'd actually asked irv because at that time irv was like really kind of doing this thing as far as like rapping and producing and stuff and i really i really fuck with his beats so i asked him if i could just sit in with him and 
that's what I do a lot actually is I ask people yo can I just sit on a session that's what I did before I even started making my own music was just ask if I could sit on a session that's smart just like sitting back and listen it's huge a lot of people don't I think appreciate that of just being like learning yeah just from they want it right now how do I you know I want this right now but then you're like dude it takes time watch how they do it it doesn't work that way man you gotta you gotta gotta learn you gotta watch if you have a favorite artist man you gotta watch the interviews you gotta read the lyrics you got to sit on the sessions. If you like somebody, you know what I mean, hit them up. Yo, man, I, just, I don't want to, I don't even want to, like, I just want to sit in. I right. just want to, like, listen to you, how you work. Like, people are susceptible to that. If they, if they know that you have a drive and they know you're actually hungry for something and they know that you're not just trying to, like, be the, be big, instant. Like, Absolutely. You, you literally just want to learn. Um, so that's what I did. I sat with man's, and he was using FL Studio. Tried it a bit. Didn't really like it. Um... And then I linked up with my homies, Khalil and John. Shout out to them. We formed like a little group called Hella Tight. It was like, <laughs> yeah, it was like, a, it was Dope. like, but we we all use reason. Um, and a lot of people don't use reason. Um, but I really like the rack system and, and physically seeing instruments and plugging, plugging it in. Plugging it in. in, 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 in. Yeah. And they actually taught me a lot about like names of things and where things are and 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 the sounds and you know what I mean it, it's it's cool because you're physically seeing what things look like yeah um, and I started using that and I made a lot of my productions on that um, and now recently I've been getting into Ableton Ableton's that move, Ableton man. everybody says that Ableton's bro that Ableton's that move I actually though I really want to go back to Reason you know what's interesting about mm-hmm. that is I feel like each one kind of has their own strength yeah but. I also feel like it's like it's a, a tool is a tool either way. So exactly. it's like it's like what's your proficiency? It's like find one that you dig and you'll be able to make bands yeah, because man, it works. Really. Like I see videos all the time, like Party Next Door on NFL Studio or like Jay Cole's on Logic or yeah. so and so's on it. It's like it's the, just how, how what works with your brain. What works with your brain and, and and how much effort you put into it and what you want to make. Um, it's like it's like picking up a guitar, picking up drumsticks or something like that. You know a what thousand. I mean? What 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 is your heart? What does your heart bring you to? You know what I mean? It's not about what you're using; it's about how you make the music comes out. Um, but for me, you know, uh, reason is definitely my sword. You know, it's 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 what I like to use to produce and do things like that. But uh, through like circumstance, I I was able to get Ableton a little bit easier. Word. So I've been using that. Um, but I definitely need to get back to reason. And are you more, I haven't, admittedly, I haven't heard a ton of your production side of mm. things. Are you more of a, um, what's, is it, I know reason has some dope synths. You can make some really cool synths. synths. Happy, that's yeah, me. Synth, yeah. Is that you kind of yeah, said yeah, Because yeah. I know that's a, sort of the unique thing about reason is the way that you're able to re-rack stuff and reroute stuff and just create these really strange experimental sounds. sounds. Yeah, yeah, Weird yeah. Sounds, well, you know? uh, shout out to my man Jack again. Grunge Water, um, that was like the first production that I did for an artist um, that, if you listen to that, that has the weird sense, it has the weird sounds, it has the whatever, and I couldn't, I wouldn't have been able to make that on anything else but Reason. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and going back in the melody thing, that's another reason why I like Reason so much, because I can make such unique sounds and create such unique melodies from those sounds. Um, which is why I like reason so much. Yeah, so that that is a thing. The synths, the pads, the being able to create very atmospheric music, um, things that fill a room. Yeah, like, like I like those. Are you looking to um, for your upcoming project? Which maybe uh, maybe yeah. are you looking to have it be self produced? Are you looking to work with homies? I wasn't sure. Some people are like that's their identity is like I really like to just do stuff on my own beats. Yeah. Other people. 
it, it doesn't matter. Some they yeah. do, some they don't. Where's sort of your mind at with your with, with your creative process? Definitely work with homies on productions. Okay, um, cool. I definitely I I realize that I I make I make cool shit myself, but like I make better shit when when I have another mind to kind yeah. of bounce off. Um, I'm trying to implicate actually a lot a lot more like live instrumentation, live guitar. Oh, cool. and do, you, like do you play? I don't. Oh, but, but I just have, I have friends who do. That's an important. You know that's I mean? an important. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'm trying to introduce a lot more like live guitar. Uh, we, I've been making a couple, a couple productions with my homie uh, Kaz goes by Ear Chasm, and the sounds. There's nothing like that. Man. Yeah, it's nothing like that. Yeah, and like just him coming over guitar or certain things, just it brings such a natural air to to some music. Um, so as far as my project, I definitely want to. Want to dip down on that? Have my own productions too, right? Um, do my own thing, but like, you know, work with Randall, work with yeah, Cash. You know, what I mean, work with people who I really trust, and we make good stuff. And what I, and I want to get into the project. Um, about what I think is interesting about that too is, if even if you know production and they aren't your beats per se, you can be like, Yo, Randall, what if we add like. Like filter yeah. out those hi hats, you know what I mean, or like yeah. add some to store. You know, you just kind of know what or you know the whole mm-hmm. plugins. There's just an aspect of kind of knowing um, the behind the scenes aspect yeah, to it. It so helps, man. A it, thousand because it elevates your music. As you can articulate precisely, kind of what you want, what you to want to happen. Like, yeah, right. And, and it helps. It helps your sound. It, it helps. It helps you develop yourself. You know what I mean. And and it adds to your own voice. because yeah. there's a difference. I know a ton of great musicians you know instrumentalists mm. that don't make great music mm. because you know what i mean because it's different like being really good and technically skilled yeah at, like that doesn't make it's, it's some of the limitation you know yeah. to be honest like i i never went to like i never went to school to like play guitar i never went to school to like i mean i i took maybe like a class for guitar but i never like that was never really my thing yeah my thing was i really like sounds i really know how what i like let me try to do that. So I learned a lot of that stuff on my own. A lot of like, you know, what I mean, chords and stuff like that. Like I learned a lot of that stuff myself, and you can hear it in my music because my music sounds a little looser. Yeah, you know I mean, it's not as tight knit. It's not as it's not as linked to like how you know what I mean. Like a technical it's not style. quantized in exactly exactly. Some- but because it's so open and so natural, like I feel like people gravitate towards that because it sounds a little more human. You know, yeah. So, uh, but I know people who like are super, super technical and make great stuff too. It just depends on how you take your talents. And yeah, yeah. and I think sometimes yeah. if you know, if you know all the music theory behind it, you know the whole shit. And this, maybe this is my way of self-soothing, but sometimes it can be hard to break those rules yeah. because you're so aware. You know, you're so aware that it can be difficult to get outside of those boundaries because this is the way that it kind of is supposed to be. It's like it's like intertwined with DNA. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So let's get into the project a little bit. I uh, I saw some some rumblings about it on uh you know on the post and I didn't realize you did your own visual arts too. That's dope dope dude. Appreciate it. Yeah Appreciate I um I thought the red honey artwork was super cool. Thank you bro. Yeah and so as far as the I know it was just a single on the kind of a standalone little project but is it, is it a piece to something larger? What's sort of your vision? What's next for you? You know, uh, as of now, single singles seem like the best move. Yeah. Um, it's a quick way to kind of gain ears um, and, and have people know about you. I want to put out a project. 
maybe like a 10 song something. I whatever. like short projects like exactly. that. Exactly. I do too. Do a little um, body of work, cohesive. Yeah, put out cohesive. Um, I definitely want to do that. And I have, me and Randall together, and, and me on my own, I have a lot of music to be able to do that. But the music, that, the music that I have now, I think it will work better as a standalone. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm working on multiple projects, actually. Uh, for me, my own thing, me and my homie Jack was talking about it together. We're working mm. on a, a little mixtape, a little project, all self-produced stuff. Tight. Um, probably gonna call it Space Cowboys, but we're trying to figure out back <laughs> on the, back on the uh, anime thing, Cowboy Bebop. But uh, probably that's a sick name, though. Yeah, bro. I know, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. The sounds are great, man. The songs we have together Space are dope, Cowboys bro. The, Dude, you need to patent that shit because I'm going to steal that. Nah, bro. That's dope. <laughs> nah, you can't. That's <laughs> Yeah, that shit sounds dope. Space but, uh, Cowboys. Yeah, that's probably going to be the move. That's uh, fresh. And we, ha- we actually have like a lot of songs to do that, so that may come out sooner than later. Um, but I want to work on my own project, too. I just I just trying to figure out the sound that I want to go with. Um, again, I, I have very... I've been implicating a lot more instruments into my music yeah uh, guitars and things like that working on like actually putting together you know i mean orchestrated sounds and songs with structures and body and, and feeling and and it's coming together really well and the music that i have now um i'm really proud of so i want to make sure that it sounds great before i let it out of the bag yeah you know? yeah i don't blame you it's one of those things where too you want to I think, especially in this era of quantity, of like, you know, you're supposed to release content, uh, uh, that there's this aspect too. Sometimes I think the quality can sometimes take a little hit. Some people I think do it great. Like Drake releases a lot of music, but I feel like every time he drops a project, you can tell it's well thought out. It's good music. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. um, even on the stuff that sometimes like his joint with Future that you could tell, how, you know, was a little bit more rushed, maybe wasn't as deep as his normal stuff. There's still some bangers there's on some there. Bangers yeah, on so there, yeah. there's the quality I think is important. Um and as far as your vision for where this goes to the point when we're meeting with Pharrell, I know there's a lot of space in between yeah, in between there. Yeah. What's what's sort of uh your next is in the sense of where do you where do you where would you you know, all things being equal, shit works out. Yeah. Where do you see it sort of going, taking shifting. You? Yeah. Um Dude, definitely like, I don't know, man. Like, I want to do a tour, bro. I want to yeah. like hit different cities. I want to go travel. Yeah, I want to travel around. And I want to meet new people. Um, I definitely want. I I love Philly. Shout out to Philly. But if they can like take me out of the city, There's a lot of world out there, man. I want to see it. You know, um, that's that's the move. If if the the most. If I feel like the most attainable thing I could do, that would be that's somewhat attainable. That like I can set for a recent goal that I feel like I can achieve with, right. with the process. Um, yeah, and just like link up with more artists, make more good music. That's another goal. Like I really want to do that. Um, just do a lot more features on different people's projects. Um, you know, I mean, Laz, if you need me, let me know. I yeah. Got you. What'd you charge for a feature these days? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Zero dollars. <Yeah>. <laughs> Free 99. Just let me know. If the music's good, I'm on it. Oh, that's dope. That's for the love. That's yeah, for the love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love you. I'm like, yo, how, how much are you charging for a feature? That's crazy. But it's that's crazy, dude, man. Dude, I'm, I'm like, I'm not fancy, man. I'm the same way. It's like, if it's good stuff, because that's really why, why I'm in it. You yeah, yeah, I mean? yeah, I, yeah. I dig yeah. it. I don't, I don't have the clout behind me to yeah. be charging money. Uh, yeah, like, and I'm know. like, I mean, that's, 
I, I don't know, for um, a business, sometimes I like to keep a business, and then other times it's like, dude, I just want to do some shit. I just want to do some yeah. shit, yeah. Just make some cool, let's just try some shit. Exactly. And that's why I think Randall's, you know, he's on board with too, to mm-hmm. kind of get... Yeah, get man, we're, we're like minds, man. We're on the same sun. Um, yeah. And, okay, so I think that that's a very, you know, achievable sort of next step as far as down the road, is there an artist that you look up to right now that... Um, you find really inspiring, and you, they don't have to be rappers, or maybe they are singers that you're like, man, that that guy or gal is like, that's kind of what I'm looking to do. Ah, uh, I don't know. If it's like exactly what I want to do, but as far as people I I find inspiring, like closer to me that I want to work with, definitely like Isaiah Rashad. Is okay, one, that's I mean? dope. Yeah, his last um, album was. Flames, man. Yeah, man. I think I think our sounds sound good together. Um, like Rory. Yes. Um, dude, that's a really good. I forgot about Rory. I could totally see you doing some shit like just some right out of left field, like, but still dope. Still got those cool sounds. Yeah, wait you know? for the new music. Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you might get what you're asking for. <laughs> Trust me. You yeah. Get what you wish for, right? Yeah. Oh, dope. Okay. Yeah, but uh, I feel that. yeah, people who are open minded to like experimenting with their voice and experimenting with their sounds, because that's what I am. You know, I don't have like one unique production or one unique way that I need to rap on. I, yeah. It's about implicating music and making things and pushing your yourself, and that's what I like to do. I like right. to implicate my sound. So definitely artists like those. Um, Waves, which is like this punk band from Cali. I definitely want to work with them. Um, I, I love their music, man. I think they're dope. The, I might butcher this. I'm going to say Chad... Uh, Toro Imoy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I love his music, man. If we can link up, that'll be tight, too. Um, yeah, people like that in that in that field of music. There's no there's nobody specific, but right. if I can work with artistic, open minded, creative people, that's that's what's up. Yeah. I I feel like oftentimes, and I'm I'm not sure how you'd label yourself. It's probably more as a creative, but um, you know, in that sort of like hip hop world, it's always about trying to be like the best, or it's about. An e- I feel like there's so much ego yeah. that plays into it that people aren't. It's not necessarily about. When I think about, it's like man, there's so many dope people out there that I want to work with. It's not, uh, I'm just trying to beat my own shit. You know yeah, what I'm saying? It's where man, like, there's so the much, move. there's so much ego where it's like, I'm trying to be better than so-and-so or this. And I'm like, like, I just don't, that's a sort of this competitive element, which I get, but I feel like there's often artists that are like, oh, I don't fuck with these other artists where there's so much cool stuff going on. And like you said, I think it's cool that you're open. It doesn't have to be like, Laws produced it. This is all. Lies. It's like no. I want to work with these I other guys. I want to work with people. Yeah, man. work. I want to work with people. I want to. And you're right. Hip hop is very competitive, um, and it doesn't doesn't need to be. Especially yeah. especially if you see yourself as like a, a, an artist or a creative. Like I feel like your goal would be to like express make yourself, the and make the dopest art you can. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And, and work with as many people as you can, and. And kind of just like open your open your your mind up to what you can do. You know. Um, there's just too many. There's too many good people out there to, to be competitive, and I feel like as you work and as you build, that stuff's gonna come. You know, like the the levels you're looking for, the stuff you're going for, like you're gonna get that respect regardless. Yeah. Especially if you're making good stuff. That's the key, you know? man. Is I think then if you're shooting for to make good stuff, then that stuff that those those follow. Where if you're shooting for that, 
then you're always kind of one step behind. Exactly. Because, you know, because you're, you're aiming for the wrong. Thing. Yeah. And so it's kind of a strange backward process. But also, I know once you get to that, le- I mean, I'm, I can only imagine once you get to that level, it's probably it can be hard not to want to make those choices. Yeah. You know, Definitely. because yeah, you want to keep keep living. You got right. bills to pay. Yeah, 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 yeah. You got you want to stay in circles, yeah, 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 all that jazz. Yeah. Okay, so um, before uh, you know, I wind this down. Uh, a couple questions that I, I wrote just that I wanted to ask you, and again, these aren't um, necessarily about music. Just first things that come to your mind, yeah. as far as so outside of music and your creative pursuits. If you had to do a TED talk on something or wanted to be an expert in something um, outside of you know the music uh, stuff, what would it be? Like what else is maybe? piques your interest that you're really into something that we wouldn't be able to know just from talking to you what am I really into oh that's a hard one um probably like like development like of countries like how like Liberia and things oh, like yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah like like doing creating a program that can help better people's lives and in nations that maybe don't get those opportunities. Interesting. You know? Yeah, that would that would be one hundred percent like a TED talk I would do. That's cool, yeah. man. That's something they would do too. Yeah. I feel like that'd be right there. Here's the thing too. Honestly, I feel like you'd probably make that happen with the music once you can get to, to that level because I feel like people really respond to that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if I don't know, Jay Z shows up somewhere, like they're gonna listen to what mm-hmm. that dude's trying to do. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so I feel like that's and you meet the right people. Yeah, the higher you go. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, what's the best advice that you've ever been given, or some of the best advice, and who is it? Who gave it to you? Best advice I've ever been given has been from my dad. Um, mm. He said, "No matter what you do in your life, make sure that you're the best at it. If you want to be a janitor, make sure you're the best janitor." The world's ever seen. That's tight. And I use that for everything. Yeah. Like, whether it's working at, like, whatever part-time job or, yeah. like, working on music production or, like, even talking about the creative stuff. Like, just make sure it's the best quality thing you can do while you're doing it. Just because it's something you don't want to do or just because it's something that may not necessarily pique your interest at the time doesn't mean that you shouldn't put 100% of your effort into that thing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. And so, first of all, that's great advice. And before we got on the podcast, we were talking a little bit about, you know, your 9 to 5 or working working at Urban. Um, to Just to touch on that a little bit, how do you handle that life with your creative life, and for folks out there that are also, you know, working under five or want to get into the creative stuff, how do you how do you balance it? How do you not go? Crazy? You just gotta do what you gotta do, man. Um, the the music music is is a relief. It's uh like it's like my what do you call that when you're the psychologist? It's like that's like mm. my conversation. Yeah. So because therapy. Of, it's my therapy. Yeah. So because I have the music, all the bullshit that comes with having to work whatever job yeah um it's not that bad you know what i mean um and i work with people i like that's cool you know so it's 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 a good thing when you work with people like you like and you can laugh with and you can kind of enjoy your day even with like the whatever of your actual day if you work with people like you can enjoy you can chop it up with somebody like 
I don't mind. That's huge. Yeah. And how did you end up in this gig that you're at now? Uh, applying in school, needing a part-time job. Oh. And, you know, I mean, just kept working it when I graduated. That's kind of it. Yeah. Okay. Nothing wild. Nothing crazy. Um, well, I respect that, man, that, that idea of now looking, you know, and in between looking for other work too, the sort of who, who you're working for too, for me is really big. It's almost as much as what you do is if you have a good boss, people you work with because you're working so much. Yeah, man. Boss is nice. Shout out to, uh, Lindsay. She's pretty cool. (laughs) Yo, Uh, Lindsay, that's what's up. Yeah, shout out to the old, the old boss, Zach Houston, man. You're, (laughs) you're OG. (laughs) That's what's up. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, actually, I'm lucky, man. All the bosses I've had, I've only had like two real jobs in my entire life that I had to like do things where people make money. Yeah. Was Rita's Water Rice. Right. And Urban Outfitters. And both jobs have been mad clutch. Like, I have not had a problem. You know what? Just to keep it 100, I feel like at Rita's, you would end up with that, like, like mid-40s, like, white guy with the weird goatee that's just, like, pissed off at life. Yeah, it somehow well, ended not, bro. <laughs> right My boss, John. Yo, shout out to Johnny V. John <laughs> John is, like, a young-ass bull. He did his thing. He drove his little, you know what I mean, Mitsubishi. Yo, that's, that's, it up. that's just You know stop. what I mean? He made his moves, man. Shout out to John, bro. That dude's, like, John, and, and John also, John, John, uh, He's another reason why I'm even pursuing the music like I'm pursuing it because, you know, he always gave me positive advice. You know, yeah. I, mean, I could go to both for anything, not even just like work stuff. Like we just chop it up, and just hang out, boss. you know. So uh, and shout out to my uh, my art teacher in high school, Mr. Lenz, for letting me know that I could be whatever I wanted to be, too. Yo, yeah. that's sick. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was was that part of the senior transition? when That was. was uh, which, what was the art? Elaborate on that a little bit. So art class um, was basically... You know, he saw talent in me that, like, he's actually my favorite teacher from high school. Uh, I went to all-boys school, uh, Monsignor Bonner. And, you know, graduating from high school, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. I applied to everything late. Yeah. Um, I'm mean, surprised I even got into where I got into. But, uh, yeah, he was one of the reasons why I wanted to pursue the art thing so bad is because he saw talent in me. And those for drawing, like, he said that, you know, he was a guy who gave me advice. He told me that, you know, I have a talent. I just have to put my mind behind it. And, and I really have an app for this stuff. But, like, you know, he saw that I was kind of being lazy with it. So mm. he was like, you got to just step up. And, you know, I, though I didn't take it into drawing, I took it into still being creative. And yeah. those words still stick with me. And I still, I still push myself because of that. that is, that's crazy sometimes. Yeah. How it was like to him, it was like another day. He was like, he was staying late. You were yeah. in there. What, what was the class that you were taking? What were you drawing was, at the it time? It was art. It was art. It was art for almost like a senior, senior, senior art, art class. Where you so, just were, could draw yeah, so we're doing wanted? At that year, we were doing like airbrush work and stuff oh, like that. Okay. Yeah, so each, each year it kind of like elevated. It advanced a bit. So you start with graphite and whatever. Did and, you have them all four years? Uh, I had them, actually I had them, had them, Freshman, sophomore year, I skipped the junior year because, and I went straight into the senior thing. Oh, yeah. gotcha. So I didn't have to do the middle part um, because he, you know, I mean, he saw the talent. Yeah. But, yeah. Oh, that's tight, man. Yeah. Um, it's, it's interesting on the other side of it now, realizing how much you can impact people 
in a way and not even realize it. Not like even that, realize you know? it, man. You ever think about reaching out to him again? Being like, yo, man, you? Yeah, man, I got to. I just want to make it a little bit bigger. Yeah, yo, that's, <laughs> that's the motion, dude. Yeah, you're like, yo, I need to get a little bit more popping yeah, first. Yeah, a little yeah. more popping. Yeah. yeah, a little more popping. And then it's like really dope when you're like, yo, this guy. Yeah, yeah it was, <laughs> and then it was good. You bring him to a show or something exactly. that's lit. And then like, Invite the family. Chop it up. And I could do that emotional Instagram post. It's like me in front like this. Dude, I've already got my my captions planned out for those bro. Yeah. <laughs> I just got to make it there first. Yo, shout to you, Mr. Shout out. Yo, I've got so many throwback Thursdays already planned. <laughs> Throwing back to like now. Remember <laughs> we was crusty in the alleyway? <laughs> yes. Now look at us, man. We big as shit. We killing our for real. <laughs> yeah. All right, so um, a few more and then I'll get you out of here. If you could have anybody alive or dead play at your funeral, <laughs> who would it be? Shit. Or you know what? To make this a little bit less dark at your wedding. Let's switch it up. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> um, damn. Fuck, I don't do that even. Damn. That's a hard question, bro. It is. Um, you know, Full Circle, uh, probably Common. Yo, that B album? Son, not that is my favorite album not to date. It's Yo, Kanye West on every fucking production. You can't beat that. You shit. can't beat it. It's so beautiful. As soon as that intro comes in, do do do. It's so so crazy, man. That's yo. Speaking of speaking of bodies of work, that's one of the few albums that like I can pretty much listen to front it's to back. Damn near perfect. Yeah, it's like every track is dope and like you don't have to skip around and just get to the same I'm like it comes out I'm like I guess I'm listening to this Dude, whole thing yeah you, you got to you know it's, what I mean it's legit my favorite album yeah like it's damn near perfect everything the sounds the wordplay the structure the way the 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 way he just the visuals, the yeah. fucking videos, like the goat video, like dude, everything about that entire rollout, like everything about that's so dope. It's yeah. crazy. There, there's another video on it. I, I can't believe I'm blanking on the the track. Maybe it was the corner or the one with the that has the it's like the spoken word poetry yeah, or something like that. It's yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I was like, dude, that whole album. That was also a fun fact. That was the first album or whatever that Kanye West like did a live TV performance for that was for food that was right for the, the food, food yeah yo and Dave Chappelle shout out to Kanye yeah, West yeah, yeah. Kanye yeah, West yeah that's his first time on it's TV bro wow yeah you know what's crazy about that is that my brother in high school my brother my brother put me on a hip hop shout out big bro one time I had a a hoodie that he had custom made for me that had uh, headphones on the hood and then it said so I did what I had to did on oh, one of the pockets. Ew, Yo, <laughs> and people would always ask me like, "What's the? What is that?" And I was like, "I, I had that thing for years, yeah, man." Where you get that from? I don't know. You had it made somewhere. Gotta bring that back. Yo, you so the soda. yes. I was like, <laughs> I don't know what happened to it, but that album too. Uh, I just was thinking about the huge impact on me, man. Yeah, I think, same. How old are you? I am twenty four. Twenty four. I think yeah. I'm twenty six. I think people our age in that era when Kanye just kind of started getting popping. It was producing. Uh, you were hearing his beats all over, and that common album, man. Something about that that was like just—it's it just like a spiritual thing, man. Nuts! It's so dope. Um. All right, and then as far as music, we'll take it back. As far as what were some of your more influential albums, you know, around that that era, high school era, and then we'll also get a more influential albums more more recently. But in high school, what was what was in your ear? 
In high school, yeah. uh, Seeing Sounds, N-E-R-D. Um, was that was that the Pharrell joint? And he, I don't know much about N-E-R-D. Yeah, it's N-E-R-D's and- Pharrell's joint. It's, it's Pharrell, uh, Hugo, Chad Hugo, and... Dude, I'm blanking on bull. No. If I remember, he's going to punch me in my mouth. No, uh, no. <laughs> I'll put it in the show notes. Yeah, 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 no, no, yeah. But I remember... I never really listened to much N-E-R-D. I'm going to be real. Uh, dude, N-E-R-D... Uh, Opened the doors for me as far as what I could make as like an urban youth and like the sounds like it just it just it just brightened the way for a lot of different music to me. Um, it's it's one of those things where it's like you know you have a bull who who obviously can produce I maybe mean, one produce some of the hardest beats ever. He's spitting over like all rap rock grunge yeah. like. Just these hard melodies and like everything about that man. The wordplay, like just talking, and he's talking about real shit, talking about like social issues, talking about like being a kid, like like the f- negative feelings and and just doing it in such a unique way. Nerd was there for me, man. Seeing Sounds was there for me. That's like my favorite. That's one of my favorite projects. Hmm, yeah. I need to peek that. I haven't even peeked that. Check it out, man. It's dope. Seeing Sounds was one. B. By Common, mm-hmm. we were just talking about. Um, even though high school was a little bit later, but I was still listening to that. Right. Um, high school. Tyler Creator, high school. Yeah, really? Was he my, was high school for you? Yeah. Uh, oh, shit. That's like senior year, 2011. That, like that. I was going to yeah. say, I was in college, a few years in college. Yeah, so Bastard. Uh, Bastard, I was... I I jumped on Tyler's Tyler wave mad early. Because I got Bastard from Dad Piff. Wow. Yeah, like, like with no views on that. <laughs> that's so. crazy. I literally just... How'd you find that? I just liked the cover art. Oh yeah, it was it was, it was Tyler's visuals have been in your, I was having a conversation mm-hmm. with a guy just the other day, dope Philly photographer, Darrell Hopsdale. Shout okay. out Darrell, make wonders PA. Um and he was saying that he and you know, similar age as us, and he was like, dude, Tyler Creator is one of my biggest influences, uh, even with his visuals. Mm-hmm. We're like it the the videos, I always knew he directed the videos and stuff, but I didn't realize that how creative it was until after the fact. Yeah. Yeah. Nuts. Yeah, he's 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 impeccable, man. I, I don't like throwing genius around loosely and often, but like if anybody fits whatever our social media definition of genius yeah. is, like he's the close he's close to that of our generation. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um Yeah, but uh Tyler Crater is definitely one. Uh Black Party Silent Alarm. Put me onto that. I, who I So Black Party's like this this English alt rock band. Um, but the reason why I was drawn to them is because the lead singer, Keely, uh, he's black. Oh, and I know you mentioned him a few times. But I just I was like, who is yeah, that? Who is that? Yeah, who is that? Yeah, so it's this alt band uh, from like the mid-2000s to like the late 2000s. They still make music now, but like they're, I personally have been drawn to their earlier stuff, like Silent Alarm, I was drawn to. And, you know, uh, this is the whole time where I was transitioning from listening to like solely like unconscious hip-hop shit to like getting into rock so yeah. i'm getting into like arctic monkeys and a lot and uh, we are scientists and def cap for cutie and i yeah those are huge yeah and i'm starting to like kind of just develop my my sound and kind of open my palette um and through this all i found block party uh i forgot what song the first song i listened to i think it was like hunting for witches or something like that but i remember watching the video on mtv2 on the internet MTV2, because that, that was, like, just dedicated to music at the time. And they had, like, a new list, whatever. And I'm listening, and I'm like, yo, these guys are dope. 
and I see like the least singer, I'm like, yo, oh shit, he's black. And like I've never in that whole genre of music, like I'm that was the first time I saw like a black person, like you know what I mean, black all singer or yeah. whatever. Like I've never seen that before. Even like Jimi Hendrix, but that's like that's like something different. You Absolutely. Know? So because of that, I got drawn to the music a lot more. Um and the sounds again, melodies, riffs, atmosphere—it's—it's it's all there. Um, every song on that album is dope. You know, what I mean, it's crazy. Um, yes, yeah, so that's I was listening to. This is in the Fall of Troy too. Um, Dude, I need to have you put me on to some of these guys. Bro, I yeah, got you, man. absolutely. Okay, so then um, what's what? Fast forward, what's in your ear now? These days, what have you been? Or recently? Even? Recently, yeah, maybe Frank Ocean Blonde, obviously. Yes. Um, Flower Boy. Great album. Great. Uh, Scissor Control. Yo. Yeah. That oh TDE I could I could yeah, see it in that vibe yeah, man yeah. yeah I dig them um, Waves which is a punk band uh but they have an album out called Five I'm still listening to that this shit's bumping um I'm st- somebody just put me onto a brand new they're like a older band they but apparently they put out their, their last album somebody just put me on that so I was, I've been kind of I gotta listen to it better but uh. There's just another. I'm blank on his name, man. It's like this British like rapper. Gigs? Nah, not gigs or Skepta. Though I have been bumping Konichiwa. Yeah. That's fire. Um, but I just know those guys do the Drake's nah, shit. Nah, his name's like, dude. I have my iPod on me, so let me just check that out. But what? Uh, yeah, them. I'm I'm blanking right now. So good. Playboy Cardi, man. Oh, you got yeah. Playboy. Okay. Playboy Cardi. The, Playboy Cardi. He's not, um, Rocky signed him, right? Isn't yeah, he signed Rocky's Rocky, dude? yeah. Yeah, I, yo, that Rocky's another one of those Cozy visionary Taste dudes. Volume two. Yo, it was, oh, I need to give that another listen. I didn't I didn't give it the, the lesson it deserves. Dude, it's fire, man. They're they're another one. they Rocky reminds me a lot of Tyler in the sense of He's kind of the leader of a clique and just knows how to curate a vibe, mm-hmm. curate a, mm-hmm. a visual, an aesthetic, a sound. Yeah, bro. You know I mean? He he implicates his art really well. Yes, and and he's a creative, no doubt. I could see you doing some shit like that. You know what I mean? Like some some kind of some of that vibe where it's like you got that vibe. You just get a vibe kind of, but it's you curate a whole thing where it's right. you know the visuals and the music that's what I'm trying clothes, to do the man. fashion I'm trying to get this clothes in there trying to get the fashion in there you know I have some homies who are like really pushing their fashion line right now shout out to Attention from Strangers uh, that's a sick my, name yeah really tight uh, with my homie Ian Campbell the one who put me on Jack I'm Ian's like, everywhere man he's everywhere I need to bro. Up with this you, got, dude. you gotta <laughs> find you gotta find yourself an Ian yeah, bro I need to get myself an Ian you gotta get yourself an Ian dude, yeah. uh, and my other homie Chris Koslop and they they have a really dope uh, a really dope thing going for them you know what I mean um, and they inspired me t- inspired me too like get back into designs cause I used to do that stuff like draw clothes and stuff but oh, cool. they inspired me to kind of do some of my stuff I also want to make my own you know merch yeah merch on, is huge working on merch working on posters and trying to figure out different weird ways B- building yeah. it up yeah 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 okay well bef- then before I get out of here um, get you out of here what uh what's some then advice for people listening that are trying to do their own creative thing um and you know there are a lot of young folks that now I've been subbing a lot this past year mm-hmm. in high schools young dudes coming up want to be Odell Beckham or they want to you know be Meek Mill right. and and it's interesting as a sub I don't have much leverage with because I'm a sub, so like like what the fuck are you talking about but right. I'm trying to to talk to them and and 
kick some knowledge to him as far as I'm like, dude, if you want to do the hip hop thing, it's it's very feasible, but it a lot of it takes work and finding your own vibe, doing your own thing. What's some advice if you could talk to your old self in high school? You're about to go to college. Um, you know you're into art. You're figuring it out. What would be some of your advice to your your previous self? Damn, that's a good question. What would be advice to my previous? Uh, knowing what you know now, kind of on the other side of it, having a little bit more life experience. Stop waiting around uh, for shit to kind of like fall out the air. Yeah, as well. I tell myself, just uh, you know. I, I remember being in high school and just saying, like, yo, one day I'm going to do this, one day I'm going to do that. Um, but just not putting in, like, the effort. Um, and now that I'm putting it in, things are trying to move a lot faster. Yeah. But, you know, I always regret not doing it maybe a little bit earlier. Yeah. Even though I know, like, time and fate, things play out for themselves and things have to happen that have to happen. But I feel like if I would have did it maybe a little bit earlier, things would have maybe moved a little faster. Um, or I wouldn't be at a different place now than... Where I'm gonna, you know what I mean? Absolutely. As things would move, um, I just say don't wait for, don't wait, you know what I mean? Don't, don't wait, wait for man. for like a hand to come out the sky and pick you up. Like, do some research, you know. Uh, kind of put your foot down. Whatever you want to do, whether it's you want to, if you want to be an Odell Beckham, you know what I mean. Put 110 percent in. Don't yeah. say you're gonna be something and not put the work in. Hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. Even if it's the music, like you wanna you wanna be the biggest recording artist, like but you don't wanna record. <laughs> like I you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Like I don't understand. I see so many of these guys, yeah. yeah. Doing that, that's that's really good advice, man. Don't yeah. don't wait for it. Don't wait for don't it. Don't wait for it. Man, Laz, well it's been a pleasure. So tell the tell the people where, where they can find you, what's next and, and what to look for. Where, man? I, I think I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. Is it the rinse or something like that? Or? It's called. It's going to be called rinse. Yeah. Rinse. The show's called rinse. Yeah. It's going to be tight. Uh, and when's the show? Uh, the show is November sixteenth. November sixteenth. All right. Well, then I'll I'll make sure I put this out Word. around that time before it comes out, so people appreciate know it. Yo, that's love, bro. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, definitely got that coming up. So that's gonna be dope. And Gabe Wolf, don't forget about him. He's fucking Yo, fire. Check Gabe his music out. Dope. Yeah. He's. He's ill. Dude. Yo, Gabe is on to the next level. Shit He's too. ill, dude. He's so tight. Uh, man, the last show I went to, uh, he turned that shit out. So Same. Shout out to Gabe. Um, yeah, and then for me, man, just working on music, making more stuff. Uh, I got a single coming out, uh, Guarantee, with my homie Jack coming out soon, in the next like maybe like week. Um, and you know, I got a lot more music after that. You know, DCS is putting out stuff. You know, I'm putting out stuff, me and Jack putting out stuff, the click is moving, so guys, you know, stay tuned. Stay tuned. Business is booming. Yeah. Hey, Alright, yo Laz, thank you again. Thank you. Man, thank you guys appreciate for listening. You know, Ryan Radio over and out. Much appreciate it. Hey. Hey, hey, thank you guys again for listening. For real, for real. It means a lot. If you could leave a rating and tell me what you think, what you liked, what you didn't, all that jazz. Uh, I appreciate uh I appreciate the feedback. All right. See you next week.